A young woman who lost her sight finds a guide in a Chinese boy named Ching. Together they track down a dangerous killer through the darkness of Italy. I watched Dark Glasses. They say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? We all go a little mad sometimes. Oh, it knows I'm here. They're having to get you, Barbara. You know, I've always felt like Dario Argento was one of those directors who, just because he was a little bit different, you know, folks would pretend to like and maybe even force themselves to watch, you know, in hopes that they'd you know, come out on the other end actually liking the film. Maybe it's just me. But thank you for tuning in to Slasher Sports Cinema. Before we get started, I want to ask three things. Like, subscribe, turn on notifications, because, you know, that helps us bump up in the algorithm. We appreciate you for it. But yeah, Argento, he just seemed like he was in vogue at one point. I, for the life of me, just never got him. And believe me, I've seen almost all of his biggest successful films. And you know, I stay firm on my opinion that the best thing Dario Argento ever produced was Asia Argento. Sue me. But I decided to give his most recent endeavor, Dark Glasses, uh, an objective and unjudging of the past transgressions I. And it was, you know... An easier decision knowing that Asia Argento's in the film, too. I mean, who wouldn't make that call? Really, though, if I'm being you know, not silly, um, you know, given the, the real reason I decided to watch, it was the cover art. I really like the cover art. It reminded me of uh, Carpenter's They Live, a film that I just talked about um, with my friend Miles Tridle a couple episodes ago. And I know the film's nothing like they live but the sunglasses being pulled down from the eyes i don't know it gave like a classic movie cover art feel to me like i could walk into captain video today and find like one single box because you know that's all that they're gonna sell but yeah weird things can draw us to film sometimes you know this one was based on a 2002 screenplay that argento and franco farini had co co-written but they shelved it uh when the production company filed for bankruptcy so this thing's been sitting on a shelf since i was 20 20 god damn it that is depressing yeah but dario he's not gonna waste any time on taglines and build up it felt like this thing had very little marketing done before it dropped uh, in February or March. 
I think at some point the streaming app Shutter uh, made Dark Glasses its mystery movie and uh, did a screening. I don't remember, but I think that's the case. I did mention the stars Asia Argento, right? Did I not say that? Mm, fine. In case you need the reminder, though, Asia starred in Triple X with uh, Vin Diesel. She's in Land of the Dead, Mother of Tears, and Dracula 3D from 2012, which is the last film uh, Dario directed prior to Dark Glasses. Um, so he's been on the shelf himself for a while. And it's the only one, the only time in all of Argento's films that Asia dies. And I believe that makes six collaborations between the mother and, or the father and daughter. So how's that for useless trivia? The yeah, the leading lady in Dark Glasses is Elenia Pastorelli. Okay, she starred in a film I want you all to check out called Yo y Angela. Yo y Angela uh, means me and Angela. It's a flick about a guy who's visited by the the Grim Reaper herself. Yes, herself. Uh, you didn't think the harbinger of death was actually a man, did you? No. Comes in the form of a dark-haired, dark-eyed woman who's probably overreacting to something you know, when she visited. But he's visited by death, and he makes a pact with her. Uh, she's got to help him get revenge on all who've wronged him. And he'll go quietly. There's always a but, though, right? Go and find it. Yoi Angela. Very good film. But back to Dark Glasses. Um, I liked how in the cold open, everybody's fixated on the eclipse. Because it's always said you'll go blind if you look at the eclipse for too long, right? And what happens later in an unrelated incident? Diana Pastorelli is blinded. So, a little foreshadowing. Gotta love it. But make no mistake, this film is a slasher. Within the first few minutes, a lady's throat slashed by a man hiding in the bushes. It's a gruesome scene. She's a prostitute, and that's important to know in a bit. But Argento uses wonderful practical effects, and you know we're off and running. This is probably the first ten minutes of the film. Expectations set, and might I mention, I love the opening theme. It reminded me a lot of the music from another slasher I love from the '80s called Blood Rage. But the murder of the girl had been done using a cello string. And that's why the killer has earned the nickname The Cellist. And seeing as we've jumped from a dead prostitute to a very live one, we're led to believe the cellist is targeting sex workers. Okay, so we now follow Diana from client to client. And this is done to put into perspective the volatility in the life of of a sex worker. Diana goes from uh, one who's playfully claiming he might fall in love if he's not careful. And it's a good relationship uh, to another who basically overstays his welcome and refers to Diana as a slut to another guy who wants to fist her. And when she refuses, well, I mean, at least to her having to use old trusty pepper spray. So yes, volatile. Uh, but Diana's night isn't done. She's leaving the scene of the pepper spray guy. And just as she's getting in her car, I'll be damned if she's not barely escaping the clutches of a guy who might be this cellist. So she speeds away with the attacker's van in pursuit. And Diana 
T-Bones, a Chinese family, their vehicle, uh, leaving only the male child alive and rendering Diana completely blind, as she's told by her doctor, upon regaining consciousness. What a way to open the film, though, right? Well, Argento does a good job of quickly setting the tone of Diana's new lifestyle. She's She has to learn to navigate the city without the ability to see her new seeing eye dog is going to help, but an unlikely companion is going to be the key to her survival. And that companion is the child who survived the crash that blinded Diana. His name is Chin. Uh, she relate Chin relates to Diana more than you know we can really even understand. Uh, the same way Diana is othered by those who know her profession, uh, the police her own housekeeper. Chin is kind of othered by the other children. It's not explicit that it's due to his nationality. It could be, uh, but it could be because he's standoffish and doesn't play well with others. Nonetheless, he's treated differently. Diana's treated differently. Uh, it's an organic friendship between a prostitute and an orphan. So, you know, who had that on your movie bingo card? Might I say, I mean, we, we overlook people's bilingual or I guess linguistic abilities. This kid, Chin, um, Chinese kid, speaks Italian like, like, like a native. And like we forget that people don't just go around learning English. I mean, this kid's Italian was, you know what I'm saying? You know what that means? That's Italian for badass. Okay. Well, Dark Glasses takes you to a place of helplessness, desperation, uh, you know, with Diana being at such a disadvantage compared to her stalker. Uh, at every turn, Diana and Chin find themselves like losing every bit of support they can gather, whether it be from the police or, you know, they're searching for Chin because he left a, a shelter. Um, or the shelter they find to get the cellist off their trail, which was Chin's old home. No spoilers here. Uh, but let me tell you, in the last, I'll say, quarter of the film, there's a scene that left me itching in my own bed. Okay, make no mistake, Dark Glasses is one of my top three Argento films, and Daddy, it ain't number three. It ain't number three. So let's look at the final slash lines. Uh, on the terror scale, I'm giving this one a seven. From the beginning, the stage is set. We know what to expect from the killer. But outside of the opening kill, it never really recaptures that level of terror. It does make up for it in other areas. Now, creativity. I want to give this one eight. It takes careful writing to make it believable for Diana, a newly blinded person, uh, to be able to navigate the world and stay out of harm's reach when Harm is turning over every leaf and rock to find her. Uh, with suspense, I give it a nine, a freaking nine. Like the suspense of dark glasses is completely palpable. It never takes a step backward. And you genuinely feel terrified for Dion and Chin. It's especially that scene I just brought, brought up and I can't really spill anything, but it's fantastic. On average, this one's getting an eight. The caveat is that if you're not a subtitle person, 
you may not get the same enjoyment. It's spoken in Italian, and I don't really even know if Shudder has the dubbed version or even the capability. Uh, but if that's no issue, go into Dark Glasses with an open mind and prepare to be fully entertained. Uh, I can go to sleep at night knowing there's finally an Argento film I can stomach. And not only stomach it, I fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. But again, Dark Glasses is uh, available on Shutter and on demand wherever you get your digital rentals. So make sure you go out and check Slasher Sports Cinema uh, podcast on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Anchor, or on YouTube. I've got some uh, great roundtable discussions on there with some good friends. Check out our other shows as well. Uh, Slasher U, college football, college sports uh, podcast with Christian and Steve. The OK Baseball Podcast with Sean and Christian. And Suki's Honeydew Project. Just talking to a lot of good people over there. So let's get out of here. And before the devil knows you're dead, may you drink the blood of your enemies from the skulls of their children.